0: 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6.
1: Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. Hello
0: and welcome. He is Gary McNamara. I'm Eric Harley. This is the Thursday show. I think we all know what that means. Gary, how are
2: you? (laughs) I I don't.
0: I don't either. I just said it.
2: just going to lay it out there. Oh, wait a minute. I'm supposed to agree with that and then. No, we pretend that everybody else knows. No, no, don't even acknowledge it.
0: Okay. It, it just, just let them work on it themselves. <laughs> all we all, right. They know. They all know. No? Wait a minute. Mm. You said no? No! no? no! 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 Did you know that, Hunter? No! No! President Biden, how involved, <laughs> Biden,
3: how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Mr. Were you involved... Uh, yeah, right right are you?
0: No,
2: <laughs> Did you, oh. I mean, you, you have to look at the, the video because he's first laughing it off. Yeah. And then he just and then, goes full then, on. When he repeats the question again, you oh. just see the face just oh. turn and go, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: this and the fact that RFK Jr. can actually do push ups. That's going to make the primary interesting. Oh jeez, oh, do I
2: Put for God's sakes, put your shirt back on. Yeah,
0: no, we don't need to see that. We don't need to see that. Nobody needs somebody You're some, not you're not John and Bobby in their middle 30s. Somebody somebody tagged me and said, "See, Eric, he doesn't he wears jeans too when he's outside." And I was like,
2: <laughs> "Don't fold me into this." <laughs> oh, that wow. Huh. Somebody comparing you to RFK Jr.?
0: Yeah, I don't Whoa. think so.
2: No. My, oh, my. It was an interesting day yesterday. We, I mean, we've got tons of audio to play. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shapley, you know, starting to make the rounds, CBS. Yeah. Uh, Brett Baer uh, yesterday. It just keeps heating up every single day. It's not going away. You know, I was thinking on the way in, are we one story away from Republicans saying, all right, impeachment. Are we one story away? And I don't know what that, I don't know what the story what, would be. The next
0: level of revelation, whatever that yes, would be. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, that's are we, funny because I, just, I wondered that over the weekend, and here we are Thursday, and a lot really has happened. We said last week there was, there was a lot of movement, and it continues to move. When we said, and we've been saying, we said multiple times, this story isn't going away. I don't even think that I measured how much it would progress when I said it, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I don't think I could have measured or predicted how much it would progress over the next couple of weeks, which is where we are now. I mean, Wednesday was a bad day for the Bidens. And when the whistleblowers are, are, are going to the media and CBS is covering it and the mainstream media is not ignoring it anymore, it is only a matter of time before they start talking impeachment in a serious way, and, and not it, just one or
2: two of them. And we did go another 24 hours without any comment from the Justice Department, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. see it. That would have been a story. That would have risen
0: to the top. I, was, I was listening and, and watching the news throughout the day. I didn't see it. Wow. Yeah. Well, you've got to wonder here, because as this surfaces, you know, look, I'm not completely naive. I'm only partially naive. I'm <laughs> good <laughs> people say that. I'm not completely naive. Well, where, how would you gauge your.
2: There was a little it, gump in there. Yeah, yeah. Her heard a little I, gump.
0: I'm not a smart man, but I know what justice is. And there's the problem is that. Merrick Garland and and, and Christopher Ray have, have likely built out the plausible deniability, right? And they're part of covering it up. In terms of the legal part of it, they've likely separated themselves enough to say, well, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. You know, Merrick Garland was all big and, 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 and tall when he stepped up to the um, podium to say, you know, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, that was me. That was under my direction. I did that. And now with all the Biden stuff, it's like, uh, we don't know. That's not going on. I didn't do anything. I wasn't there. You can't even prove I'm the AG. I mean, it's it's gotten that ridiculous. And so legally, I don't know if there's anything that they can prove in terms of Christopher Ray or Merrick Garland. Um, and obstruction of justice because really how is it not obstruction of justice if they're sitting on this deliberately I mean you would have to come up with the messages internal messages and directives that say the AG doesn't want this or something from the AG that that uh, that spells it out directly otherwise they they build out that plausible deniability it's the way it works but politically, I wonder too if because by the time, if we get to the point, you know, to your point on impeachment for Biden, I really think it's only a matter of time before things fall down on on Merrick Garland. I don't know about Christopher Ray uh, quite possibly, but it is going to all of that is going to roll downhill in a big, well, big way. Well, I
2: mean, it's it's sort of like uh, when I was uh, read the article yesterday that the two marketing people, including the woman that they've, that, you know, the sources say they've been let go, uh, you know, and the sources inside Anheuser-Busch is the story that I read yesterday saying they were let go. Uh, they couldn't say fired, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, And right. And so whether they got let go with a big severance or whatever, that they were let go, and then they said the person above her, even though he's been great for marketing, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that he's, it's like, it doesn't matter whether you approve this or not, or whether you've been great, you were the head of marketing, you go. Yeah. And right. so yeah, yeah. When, you, when you look at something like this in, in the, 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 the justice department, if they can prove it. And I, I guess th- this is, I guess this is my train of thought. You, um, when I saw Shapley yesterday saying I documented everything. Yeah. Right. So is he saying we haven't seen anything that he has documented over the year? Remember, we're talking. We're talking. Oh, the other thing is he's still working for the IRS. Mm-hmm.
3: That,
2: was, that, uh, uh, that was a story yesterday. We actually, you know, played some audio of that right. where they talked about him actually working. I went, whoa, he's right. still working for the IRS. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, why is he? Is well, he, that's the thing have-
0: about whistleblower protection is yeah. that, you know, retaliation. Right. Uh, it, the, the the greatest retaliation would be, I mean, aside from body, bodily harm or something like that, uh, would be uh, professional retaliation and and mm-hmm. getting fired. But so, when, when he said forcing he has, him out in any
2: way, when he has said he documented everything, uh, I just went. Well, I mean, just for what we know so far, uh, is this ten percent of what is is out there? And then when you get to the to the uh, Number one, the the, the WhatsApp, Um, and then it was still – six days ago was the defining moment so far of all of this. I'm not saying that we haven't got a ton more in the last six days, but when you had the uh, the WhatsApp and then you had from the Senate investigation uh, when Republicans had the Senate, oh, no, we know where the money went. The money Mm -hmm. went to this account. Mm -hmm. Well, my next question is, well, then where did it go after that account? Well, and and so yeah. all these things, it's almost as if the the uh, Republicans are putting out they don't have everything done yet, but they're putting out enough information to make the public go, oh, this is you know, this is really bad. You you just hit and, on
0: something and, and and that is documenting everything because that's bet, what he said. Yeah, exactly. And and that's something I think we haven't really stopped to consider in all of this. I mean, I, I think we've touched on it, but but when you really break it apart and look at what a whistleblower situation is, uh, someone close to me was part of a corporate whistleblower situation, and I can tell you I was shocked at how meticulous they were in documenting everything, and I mean everything. And that was nothing on this level. Think about Think about how big this is, and they knew it at the time. This isn't a whistleblower who believes – this isn't a person seemingly – that believes well. I'm just going to do this, uh, and I'm going to make these allegations, and uh, loosely, and throw them out there, and hope I get a book deal or or something. You see this? We see the evidence, and and what the oversight committees have said that they have seen on this, and and it would it it really sh- should be surprising if they weren't meticulous in yeah. documenting everything.
2: And and what you're what you're getting uh, out of this. Is the fact that, uh, and we had talked about a few articles uh, yesterday that were that was written about it, talking about that these are the oh, and it was actually from the former um, the former head of the tax division of the uh, of the Justice Department. Yeah, uh, yeah. we read her op ed piece yesterday, and she said these are the best, you know, basically these are the best investigators on tax law that you are ever going to find in yeah, the world. Right, I mean, these right. people know every, they know the signs. Of you know it, it's it's like the whole thing. I mean, it's not tough to figure out when you know, when they talk about Hunter Biden basically loaning money to himself,
4: mm-hmm.
2: that he gave the he gave the money to you know a friend who had a company who then lent it back to him, and it came out. it goes the the three things that IRS agents look for if you try to hide money by saying you're being paid what you're being paid is a loan. And number one is. The contract. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the, the contract, you know, the the uh uh the schedule of payments and interest. Yeah, and right. none of the three existed for Hunter Biden. At that point, you know. And what I'm getting out of this is because there's been no response. You would think that Chapley now would been just that Democrats would have just Dragged his name through the mud like you can't believe because he has come forward. And there has been nothing like that. Absolutely nothing like that. In fact, I thought
0: maybe the other day, I thought maybe the mainstream media is taking interest so they can get closer to the whistleblowers. And so that they can get inside and then they can get more information and do the hit job on them that way. In other words, gain some kind of access by doing an interview, getting some information, and trying to do a hit job. That hasn't happened yet. And and by the way, typically this would happen even without doing that. They would just use their sources and come back and say, well, well our sources say blah, blah, well, blah. That,
2: that, you just hit it right there. What, I, what I'm expecting is the fact of, okay – He's willing to talk. All right, Mm -hmm. let's find out what our sources in the Biden administration are saying, you know, about him. Let's find the dirt on him. Let's go to our IRS sources and find. Now, maybe they've tried it and they can't get it Mm. because that would be. And it doesn't even matter whether it's the truth or not in a source story, as we know. Right. Yeah. It's just you want to be able to throw something at Shapley and there has been nothing when i think about everything that has happened so far the only response from the democrats but you know officially was jamie raskin saying it's hearsay evidence mm-hmm. well, what are you talking about and that was for the bribe, right that, right, was, that right. was that was that was so that's not the irs that's the fbi one right and it's like well somebody told an informant and we know who would you know uh, it was it was he had a barisma yeah told the informant who's working for the fbi and then he tells, and it's like, well, that's, that's really part of an investigation. You've got an informant that's getting the information, uh, and the informant works for the FBI, mm. so that's not like somebody coming off the street and said, I heard somebody did something. Right, right. The informant talked directly to the person who paid the bribe. Right. And then yeah. that was dropped completely. You heard nothing more on that whatsoever, mm. and it has been eerily quiet. Yeah. Really from the Democrats and from the Department of Justice and maybe the Department of Justice learned their lesson last week when Merrick Garland came out and said, nothing's going on. And boom, within I, I actually don't know how quick it was. But for me, I saw the story and then I saw the response. Yeah, it was same day. Right. Which it is, was,
0: you know, quick right. enough. yeah. And,
2: and so I and it was like, whoa, because it hit me. I went, whoa, you know, the 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 they struck back with here are the specifics. Mm-hmm. Here are the six. We yeah. know who this. We now we know who the six witnesses were. Right in the IRS, it saw it. Right. Complete quiet. Not one source story coming out saying, "Well, one of the six say uh, this isn't true." You know what?
0: I, I, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if AG Garland didn't know exactly everything that they had. Well, you know, we know
2: that with we know that with uh, Ray.
0: Yeah. Right. And then cause, Christopher cause, Ray cause Ray then was told by oversight that no, we've seen it,
2: and yeah, we've seen that they they didn't acknowledge that the. And, uh, they, the and then all existed. of a sudden,
0: Christopher Ray is cooperating a little bit more, right? I wonder if that's what happened to Garland. Garland comes out blah 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 blah, and then that's why, it,
2: that he, which that is what you he would reveal that he's clueless as to what's going on beneath him, and now that he realizes he's clueless, he doesn't even know what's going on his own Department well, what, of Justice said that he's just shutting up because he doesn't know? Because it that's is possible that he is
0: separated from the day-to-day. I would expect yeah. him to be, but also giving directives to say, we don't let this thing go anywhere, right? You just you just give the overall directive, we're not going to let this thing go anywhere. Well, the question would be,
2: if we're going to hit Mer- Merrick Garland, you've got to find out what Bill Barr knew. No, we said that yesterday. Yeah, we no, said that's that on a, yesterday's show, yeah. he hasn't said a thing. Nope, nothing there either. Why, did he not know? And is he embarrassed that he did not know? I don't know Or he couldn't at or, least or know did he that. know? Right. Yeah. And, the, that's and by the way, not we're not making accusations. We don't know. We're just throwing out the possibilities I, as we always I do. I have no clue, right. but he's not talking. eight sixty 90 Red Eye.
5: Every driver knows the cost of replacing tires is a major expense. What if you could save on tire costs without sacrificing performance or safety? Consider retreads, a sustainable, cost effective way to rack up your miles. You may already know that retread tires offer a cost savings. But what else do you know about them? You may be surprised to learn that more than 80% of all aircraft tires in the U.S. today are retreads. From fighter jets to school buses, retreads move some of the most important cargo across many industries. They can also help you move your load, too. This report is brought to you by Shell Rotella. Shell Rotella with advanced synthetic technology is designed to help keep your rig running with more mileage and less maintenance.
1: Lines open for your calls. 866 90 Redeye on Red Eye Radio.
2: It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Curley and I'm Gary McNamara. You know, the uh, uh, yesterday, and there wasn't a huge, uh, uh, I guess, uh, outcry is not the right word, but there wasn't a lot of chatter on this that came out yesterday. But I do believe, you know, when you when you throw this into everything else, and uh, Fox Business had this, uh, uh, another WhatsApp message that came across from Hunter Biden uh, where he was talking to a Chinese official and said the $10 million per annum budget to use to further the interest of the joint venture. This move to $5 million is completely new to me and not acceptable, obviously. I can make $5 million in salary at any law firm in America. Yeah. If you think it's about money, it's not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership, end of quote. And, and that just had me saying, uh, wait uh, just uh, a second. And.
0: What did the chairman want?
2: Yeah, and and you, you saw that, and everything is, and, and I'm sure the Republicans are doing it on, you know, doing this on purpose, you know, letting it out because they want, they want, I believe that when they do whatever they're going to do, they want the public firmly behind them with the evidence and they want the Democrats quiet because the Democrats have been quiet. But you read that and you're like, whoa.
0: Well, and, and in fact, the way this is going and evolving, I mean, it's quite possible they may get the Democrats on board, some Democrats on board with. Them. Now, I think there's going to have to be more evidence rising to the surface in order for that to happen. But, yeah, you could get to the point where at least the Democrats kind of turn turn their back on it. Look. The impeachment thing—it um, is very serious, and I know the debate that's been going on, and and you know this has been going on for a while now. Um, but the 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 point to impeachment, I believe, in this case, should be that you impeach, and then in the Senate you get enough support to remove him right. from
2: office. Well, I don't think, uh, honestly, I don't think the de- the Republicans actually want to impeach
0: right no, now. No, I don't my,
2: think they do. My either. point is. Would they is it will there come to a point where they feel forced to do it? Mm.
0: Afford
6: anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about
1: You're listening to Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America studios.
2: And he is Eric Carney and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, So yesterday, I just want to play this. uh, uh, This was on uh, uh, Fox and Friends, I Mm. believe. That's what it says here. And when I first saw this yesterday, I went, whoa. Mm. And same thing happened last Friday when I went, whoa. The political wind's not good at all here. And still last Friday was the was the ultimate when you had Merrick Garland come out and and state, no, no, everything has been done right here. And boom, the whistleblower. uh, No, sorry. I've got six witnesses here. We documented everything. And then since that point for six days now, because we're to Thursday and that was last Friday, the Justice Department just completely quiet. And so you, you look at, you know, we look at the, the first WhatsApp that came out and it's like, whoa. Then the second one came out today. Mm. They released it today. And I just want to play how uh, this was reported on on, uh, on Fox News. Just, just so you hear, because it's the impact of, of what's in it and, and I guess encompassed by everything else that we know already. But here, here it is. Now,
5: new damning WhatsApp messages appear to show Hunter Biden demanding $10 million
2: from a Chinese energy venture, promising the Bidens are "quote the best" at appeasing
4: their partners. Brooke Singman is here with the exclusive reporting. Hey, Brooke. Hey, good morning, guys. That's right. The House Oversight Committee is releasing these stunning 2017 WhatsApp messages allegedly sent by Hunter Biden to a Chinese energy company associate, saying, "quote $10 million per annum budget to use to further the interest of." Of the joint venture. This move to five million is completely new to me and is not acceptable. Obviously, I can make five million dollars salary at any law firm in America. If you think it's about money, it is not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. It's been revealed that the now missing billionaire chairman of the Chinese energy company was tied to an intelligence agency for the Chinese Communist Party. Now the revelations come following the messages released last week that showed Hunter used his father to pressure a Chinese associate. That message came out of testimony from an IRS whistleblower who claimed that there was political interference in the federal investigation into Hunter Biden. And that whistleblower also said federal prosecutors blocked any questioning about President Biden.
2: OK, that's uh, and I just wanted to play that that uh, that quick part uh, of it. I saw that and I went, oh, man. Well, you, know, you talk about the political the winds going in just in in one direction and because what you have here cuz this thought went through my mind and again it's it, it's not a part it's got nothing to do with partisanship it's just you know covering stories for such a long time and I thought after I saw that I went you know you compare the thing to what Trump did and Trump's is a nothing burger Oh it's it's less than nothing. Trump's is a nut compared to this because what you're talking about where everything is leading here is taking bribes right from Ukraine right and from China and and the corruption that goes on in in both of those both of those countries I mean nothing has come close to this in American presidential political history Watergate. It, Watergate is a misdemeanor. Watergate is a traffic violation. Yeah, compared to this. Yeah,
0: wa- Watergate is the equivalent of oh, sorry, walked into right. the wrong room.
2: <laughs> Literally, yeah, <laughs> well, right. broke into the wrong room. <laughs> but serious, and and I go back, and you know, I I think of you know way 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 back a half century ago. Wow, mm. mm. been thinking about that just. Off a side topic for a moment, because, um, you know, the Watergate thing was heating up in 73. Oh, my gosh. 73, 74, 75. And then I was thinking about that on the way in to work, because just analyzing everything in my head, that's why I love, actually, my drive in. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, (sighs) my 50th high school reunion is next month. Yeah. And it's not the 50 years. It's in my head half a century. I always I always measure it that way too.
0: Well, something could be like 5 years and I'll do that's half a decade. <laughs> I've actually done that before. Yes, it's like yeah, half
2: a century.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> and it's not even growing old. I have done this. No, I've I've always done that. Yeah. Like a buddy of mine, you know, share a picture. You know, five years ago, and this, and and I remember because I was, I was in my thirties. He shared a picture from when we worked together, and it had been five years previous. That was a half a decade ago, or five <laughs> years. Calm down. No, it is.
3: <laughs>
0: it is, a quarter of a century. That's that's even bigger, right? Or when you add the word. Hundred in the middle, you know, between nineteen and whatever year it was. I was born in nineteen hundred and sixty-six. That makes it sound ancient.
2: Just add the word hundred. Well and then I I think my dad, who's ninety-seven. Yeah. I think it's close to forty percent of our country's existence my father has been alive in. Oy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him that. Yeah. Well, no, but but seriously. <laughs> did you dad yeah. did, did you know Jefferson? Right. Did you know his son? Yeah. Dad, when Abe Lincoln was a boy, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> but getting 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 back to this though, uh and you know to to bring up Watergate, Watergate was a break-in in order to Get information from Democratic headquarters, think, and, and, and think about the arrogance and, and,
0: here, and what in what was said about the the chairman wanting something, and this right. not being about money. Think about that. The Bidens are good at doing what the chairman wanted. I've got to yeah. know what it, what it was that the chairman wanted because now
2: the chairman is the president of the energy company. Exactly, not the chairman, not the president right. of China. Right, not Xi. right, but remember, he is a high ranking member of the Chinese Communist Party with ties to the intelligence agencies. And, and but but when you look, I just want to just finish here on, on, on the Watergate. Nixon didn't know Watergate was happening. Nixon right. got hit because he found out afterwards. It wasn't the crime, and the cover-up. Right. It was the attempt to obstruct justice. Mm-hmm. So he didn't know that this was going on. Right. He didn't know that they were doing that. Right. It was the cover-up that got him. There's been nothing in existence of this country like the president now the accusations are that the president was taking bribes. yeah. That's where it is. And the Democrats are quiet well, I, and, and that's why I say that you know, covering politics as long as I've had I've had uh, you know close to 40 years now and and then even being in college and you know high school, college, whatever, you know, after Vietnam, and then you knew the Watergate thing, which took a couple of years, actually, before they, you know, before that was actually uh, broke. You mm-hmm. think about that. That's absolutely nothing compared to this. And the silence from the Democrats, I think, is extremely telling. And all they had was and, and let's let's. what are the two things that they have, have said? Jamie Raskin. Uh, and that was on the the Burisma Accusation of the mm-hmm. the the bribe. Well, it's hearsay evidence, mm-hmm. and then he shut up after that. It's like, what are you talking about, right, right? Because when you actually followed through on that, and then you notice what's failed this week. What what has failed over the last twenty four hours? Nobody's talking about oh, poor Hunter and his drug problem. No, that kind of went kind away of, yesterday, kind of, and, and 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 that
0: statement is telling. Because it says this, if you're saying this wasn't about the money, it's about we wanted to do what the chairman wants. Yes. Think about that. Yep. That's almost like saying we would have done it for free. I got to know what the hell it it is. Yeah. Because that to me is telling We're willing to do this for somebody who is connected directly to the Chinese government. You make Swalwell look like a frat boy.
2: There's a joke in there somewhere. Oh, there's I just a lot of. Them I just right don't know where to go I can't with, with the, the frat boy in Bud Light. I was my yeah. mind was working as I was <laughs> laughing a million miles yeah. a second. There's something there. There's something there. There's something there. and I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, but well, uh, I had some balloon jokes that aren't going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Uh, so that was you know yesterday, and and I thought it got lost with everything else that was going on because really, in a way. And, and it might have been successful, is Biden talking about Bidenomics and what a great success it is and the mocking of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that right. sort of, and so it wasn't, well, uh, see, it worked for Biden because he was talking about Bidenomics and nobody was paying attention to what's going on uh, here. Yeah, but it was mocking. It it wasn't, right. Right. they were covering it, but they were mocking it, and nobody is really Nobody's really convinced. It's like they're trying to convince themselves. And the Wall Street Journal said Bidenomics. OK, uh, wages are uh, real wages are three and a half percent lower. Right. In the Biden administration. Yep. So that that's end of story. That's Bidenomics. Well, and, <laughs> and the buying power for
0: families. I mean, it is it is depleted drastically. And this is what the media knows. You said this early on. The media covering all this. They go home after work and they have to deal with the same things we have to deal with. They have to deal with, you know, the inflation hits everybody. And we've said this about, you know, in in general terms about the economy, if there is a recession and, you know, you have unemployment at a certain rate. Well, most people are still employed with massive inflation. Everybody feels it. So you can't get away with the whole Bidenomics with the media because those members of the media are dealing with it just like everybody else is. Their reality is the same as ours. And that's not the case in, in so many instances that you you might put a spin on something. They live in their bubble. There is no bubble when it comes to inflation.
2: And I really think that this, Discussion on Bidenomics over the last couple of days. We're going to promote it and be out there yeah, doing it. Yeah, is is their way to just okay? For every minute we're talking about this, even if we, even if we're not selling anybody on it, the media is covering it, and we've got all of our, you know, uh, he's had the spokespeople out there promoting it every single day. Big, and so the media is responding, and every minute that they're responding to that and they're talking about that, they believe, okay, they're not talking about what's going on, you know, with Hunter and 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 Joe. But the public can handle both at the same time. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, when yeah. it's like, and it's pretty obvious, it's like, no, the economy isn't doing great and hasn't been doing great. Stop it. You know, it's.
0: Well, it's, it, look, you know, it's just like when they were using, what were they using? Super MAGA, Mega MAGA or something. And then they didn't realize, well, well, two, the, the most loyal Trump supporters, that's a compliment. (laughs) What are you doing? And so with biognomics, it's the opposite. You're creating your own label for what people are going to call this in the future, which includes every day between now and election day next
2: year. And you know, something else too, I was thinking about this when, because they've been talking a lot about trickle down economics. Yeah. I hear that, and you hear that, and we know what it relates to. Right. <laughs> Any young person has no I, idea what they're talking. I about. I thought about the same thing. They don't know. You're no going to have idea. to explain
0: for those under eighty. You trickle down. No, you're going to have to explain that to people, and it doesn't doesn't yeah. resonate. I would have asked a follow up question in that newsroom to Corinne Jean Pierre. Well, does trickle down work when it
2: comes to bribes? Eight six six ninety red eye.
1: Get in touch with Red Eye Radio toll free at 866 90 Red Eye. Check
2: it's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carney, and I'm, I'm Gary McNamara. I want to play one more time. We played it at the start of the show, but just uh, that, that short audio cut of the president answering a question from the New York Post reporter. And notice how the reporter says, uh, How involved were were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? No. President Biden,
3: how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you, were you involved? Were you? Were you, were you,
0: were you, you, you no.
3: no.
2: You can see how angry he's getting that. You and I were just talking about this uh, during the break. That is scaring the daylights out of Democrats. How does he stand up anywhere and answer any questions for the next year? What if is you,
0: a bigger liability to Joe Biden than Hunter is Joe Biden. Yeah,
2: because you put him on any type of debate stage a year from now. Yeah. Or probably a little over a year from now. Yeah. Whatever. And whoever is the nominee for the Republicans, all you have to do is say, you took a bribe. You took a bribe. Right. And the whole point is now the White House has to be scared to death after that. You could see him turn and the fury that he had when he was asked, you know, shakedown. And I'm sure that, that I believe reporters will be using words like that in order to get him to react. Right.
5: top of the hour news is brought to you by house products visit houseproducts.com
1: this is red eye radio on westwood one now it's red eye radio gary mcnamara and eric harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley and I'm Gary McNamara. Download our Red Eye Radio app today and listen where you are on the planet. (laughs) Earth. (laughs) Yes. The uh, the planet Earth. Uh, Well, we had... Uh, Yesterday read an op-ed piece uh, in the Wall Street Journal from Eileen O'Connor. Eileen O'Connor was the head of the Justice Department's tax division between 2001 and 2007. She's a tax expert. And Fox News had her on yesterday after, you know, she was, um, uh, you know, after her op-ed piece. Uh, And here's what she had to say.
3: Uh, The reason I wrote my op-ed, because I wanted the public to understand what had happened in this case, Uh, informed citizens are essential to the operations of this government. And from my decades as a tax practitioner and my six years as head of the tax division, uh, I read Special Agent Shapley's testimony with deep, deep interest. When I got to page 95, my jaw dropped. That's where the testimony specifies that as early as June 2021, the prosecution team understood that because Crimes must be prosecuted in the district where they occur. Attorney General Garland's failure to make U.S. Attorney Weiss a special counsel guaranteed that Hunter Biden would not be prosecuted for his tax crimes because every U.S. attorney is in charge of the law enforcement in his district. Since 2014 and 2015, had to be charged in the District of Columbia and the later years had to be charged in Los Angeles and Attorney General, excuse me, U.S. Attorney Weiss is in Delaware. It was clear that without special counsel authority, attorney, U.S. Attorney Weiss was not going to be able to charge Hunter Biden's tax crimes.
2: There you go. Hmm. Let's go to Steve in New York City, a former IRS agent. Steve, welcome. You're on Rudd Eye Radio. Hi.
1: Hi, guys. Uh I just wanted to address the uh, blown statutes where they couldn't collect the money for the early years. It's standard operating procedure in IRS criminal investigations that you never let a statute blow. You have to protect the income. So what generally happens is within six months of the uh, statute expiring, they'll go to the uh, target's attorney and they'll ask them for an extension. Otherwise, we're going to indict. And in this case, it never happened. And uh, it just seems to me that this whole case is a cover-up for the Bidens.
2: Well, you know, and it's interesting because uh, Shapley also uh, said you. that. We'll have some of his uh, comments that he had on on uh, on Brett Berry yesterday. And he also said, look, he didn't pay all the taxes. He said, if you think right. about it, you know, in fact, he hasn't really paid any of the taxes you right. had somebody that he met, you know, the, the one friend campaign, whatever, you know, he paid Hunter's taxes. Hunter didn't pay the taxes. Right. His friend paid the taxes. And then it's sort of a loan, yeah. you know, to Hunter. He said, but still, you know, what wasn't prosecuted? Those things that weren't prosecuted. And, and I think he had a figure of at least 680000 is what I saw. I don't know if that's what he owed or that's what he hasn't paid taxes on that, and that's what so – as our last caller just said, Steve just said, the IRS never – if you owe, they're never going to just wipe that out. They may wipe no. out a penalty. They're right. not going to wipe right. out the taxes that you actually owe. They
0: may get, set up a payment plan. A payment they plan, may, you know, right. They're, right. They're, they're, but you
2: don't – they're not going to eliminate what you owe. Right. So what he said is – the Shapley's saying is he didn't pay all of his taxes. And he goes, and that doesn't have – that that doesn't include the party was talking about doesn't include the deductions he took that were illegal. Oh yeah, right. Goes the deductions that he yeah, took. Yeah. They did. That's that's not covered in in any of this. And so, every single day, this is just absolute disaster for the president because it all has to. You all you you eventually have to get to where the money came from, where it went. And what was the service and that's the thing with the email or the WhatsApp that came out yesterday they keep saying text I guess it is sort of texting and what in a WhatsApp app yeah uh, but when it you know basically you know we're the the Biden family we're the ones that can do what you what the chairman needs you know to get done and that's why we're doing it and as you said, that just spikes total interest because are you going to sit there and say now well no everything that Hunter said, is because he's a drug addict and none of it. This whole sophisticated enterprise of LLCs, of dealing with the highest levels of business and the Communist Party and people in Ukraine, of energy companies that had influence with the the government because they all, you know, as we've said before, oligarchs are only in power yeah, because of the dictators and the government of those countries right. allow them to, be in power, so there's a symbiotic relationship that is always going on, and so you look at this, and this every single day it gets more dirty, more dirty, more dirty, and the American public knows it. The other thing is, you know, we talk about the Democrats being quiet. Social media find anybody defending Biden on social media, anyone it's not you there. You can't find anyone it's not there looking at this saying. It's just Hunter. It's just Hunter. Uh, it's just, you know, you you will have, you know, for example, people in the media like Anna Navarro. It's a love story. <laughs> this whole scandal is a love story between a father and his son. He's just doing a daddy thing. And on Father's Day, we ought to appreciate true love, true father and son love in a family.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Just,
2: just it's like you've got to be kidding me. yeah
0: and he was just hugging Eva Longoria <laughs> but, <laughs> I believe that but this oh. is you know and and by the way the other thing about him saying the Biden family is better than anyone at doing you know the things that the chairman wants to get done however he phrased it my, another huge question that popped up in in my mind is well then what else have you done what he's saying is we're really good at this it's not about the money you're practically saying we
2: would do it for free because we're so good at this shapley stated well to say he paid is a misnomer because uh it was an individual kevin Moore, said he met at a campaign finance event and then he immediately starts giving Hunter Biden money to pay off his tax debts to pay living expenses. The money that was given to Hunter Biden by Morse showed up on his tax returns as a loan to him. So when you have a person that you meet at a campaign finance event, then he's all of a sudden giving you millions of dollars and it's a loan to you. I wouldn't necessarily say that the subject uh, paid off those uh, uh, taxes. Uh, he added the most substantive felony charges that were left uh, off the table. Uh, so as far as right now, uh, in the information that's been out there in the public, it uses a term in excess of 100000 for 2017, separately for 2018. The true number is 580000 to failure to pay for 2017, 620000 for 2018. Uh, Shapley further stated that the 2018 tax figure doesn't even include the false business expenses that he claimed and the prosecutors refused to charge. So there's still an outstanding tax above that $620,000 that because of this deal, they'll never recoup. So Hunter Biden not only skates, but he got a he got a sweetheart deal unless the judge says no, where yeah. the IRS does something they never do, which is saying you don't have to pay your taxes. Right. That's just like the movie Armageddon. We don't want to pay any taxes. <laughs> well, they were saving the world, though. Well, the Bidens are saving the world because of climate they're saving change, the right? Planet. They're saving the world. Saving the change, planet,
0: right. You just don't see the good things they're doing. <laughs> well, that's funny. All the media. Do you think it's that people don't see all the good things that, that Biden is doing? No, I think it's that they don't see all the bribes that are coming in. They hide a lot from the American public, clearly. And there's nothing good about the current economy.
2: Well, like I said, I, I'm really thinking, because you just wonder, well, where did this come from? Why are they talking about the economy yeah. this week? If if I'm going to do that, if, if it's like, you know, okay, he's campaigning, he's doing the economy. Really, is that campaigning? Because I'd wait. If I'm going to talk about the economy, I'm going to wait till next year. Oh, yeah. And hope that it's better a year from now in the general election. Right. He doesn't need to be promoting uh, a great economy when it's not a great economy right now at this time in history. I believe the reason they're doing it, they want to distract the public to anything else. It's not working, but they feel that every minute, you know, for example, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre two days ago when uh, they were talking to her, uh, she was, you know, the economy, the economy, the economy, the economy, or not, wasn't her, was that Olivia? Uh, can't think of her name, Barton, whatever. She she was doing it. And so they're talking about the economy, the economy, the economy. And so some questions around the economy. Otherwise, if they don't lead with something to promote something and then hand out Biden- Bidenomics is great, because now they have the new word, and Biden said, I like that. That's a good way to describe the economy. And you're like shaking your head saying okay, are they just completely delusional? And I think what's going on is the fact that they're just doing anything. So uh, every time they're talking about the economy, even if they're being challenged on it, they're not talking about bribes. Well, and and you hit something. The
0: strategy should be, all right, the Fed chair's already said they're going to raise interest rates likely at least one more time this year. Let's hope that that will bring – inflation down a little bit so then we'll capitalize on that in 24 we don't say anything now we try and capitalize on it later but they're floating and then calling it bidenomics i mean you're just asking for people to mock you you're begging for people to mock you because every time they talk about the economy between now and however long he's going to be president, it's going to be Bidenomics. huh? Oh, oh, Bidenomics, huh? Yeah. How much do I have to pay for this Bidenomic crap? Over and over again. You're, you're, you're directly linking your name to the economy. I mean, I know every president gets that. You know, you, you get connected to the economy, but you're deliberately connecting your own name to the economy.
2: You know, and, and Republicans are also using, uh, you know, and, and you know, it's politically effective. The only people that have really benefited through all all, all this inflation has been the Biden family. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, hint. Yeah, you know, that's, right. the, that's the politics of it. But every day is, it's it's even more than drip, drip, drip now. Every day it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that was my reaction yesterday. It was like, whoa, with yeah. that new WhatsApp message. Right. Like, whoa, all right. So Hunter's indicted his father. And now Hunter is stating uh uh to his Chinese uh uh contact that you're not gonna you're not gonna it was ten million, you're not gonna put it down to five million. We're the right. bi- it's not about the money, but I'm not not complaining. The money. We're good at doing this. <laughs> but stuff. we're we're good at doing exactly what the chairman wants. There's nobody better than the Bidens. You're shaking your head going, My God. And he, he put, put it, it a- in writing. He put it in, in writing. writing. I know. What do you want, crack? And so it's really, I, and I noticed yesterday, nobody was out there saying, oh, he's a poor drug addict. That was like Monday and Tuesday of this week. Yeah. And by Wednesday, that completely disappeared. Yeah. It's like, okay, really can't use that anymore. it's not working. Yeah. Nobody's looking at him as a sympathetic figure. Right. 866-90-RED-EYE.
5: Managing time is key. Successful owner-operators know that simply running hard is not enough. If it were that easy, anyone could do the job and expect the profits to roll in. It generally pays to slow down. There is a trade-off in higher costs, not to mention the increased risk for driving fast. If driving slower takes time away from you, you could find some of the ways to get it back. Never take time off during the last two weeks of the quarter or the last week of the month when freight typically is abundant. Sometimes it works to your advantage to look for loads that take you through home rather than to home. The latter can interrupt your revenue stream and require additional time to get back up to full speed again. Owner-Operator Business 101 is provided by Shell Rotella with advanced synthetic technology. For more information, go to OverdriveOnline.com to the Overdrive's Partners in Business section of the website. For more detail on Business 101 and many other topics,
1: we'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
2: It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric and I'm Gary McNamara. James Comer uh, was on Fox News uh, last night with uh, with uh, Hannity Mm. and uh, let everybody know where they're going and what they're still looking at.
6: All we know is in the form 1020, the FBI form 1020, the 1020 or 1023, 1023. The oligarch bragged that investigators it would take 10 years. To find all the different transactions that they, uh, gay that they used to launder the money to the Biden. so we think they used uh, through loans. We think they transferred through other countries. We think they transferred to stocks. Uh, we requested stock accounts in addition to bank accounts. So we're we're going through this, but we also have information that would lead us to believe there's information in suspicious activity reports where banks realized what was going on. They they are pretty cack quick to catch money laundering. And that's what all the banks did in the previous suspicious activity reports. They detected but these are money LLCs laundering. that were not legitimate businesses. Right. They were the there to receive that. money and redistribute money. Absolutely. Fair statement. And when you set up a bunch of shell companies for the sole purpose of laundering money, that's called racketeering. The banks knew exactly what the Bidens were doing. That's why they filed so many suspicious activity reports against the Bidens. What we're requesting now are suspicious activity reports relating to anyone that was involved in barisma because we believe this will help us track the $10 million that the oligarch said he sent to both Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. So you-
2: That's not good. And No. And you're not getting any more. You know, I, I haven't heard probably in a week any Democrat come out and say, these are just unsubstantiated conspiracy theories. That has died. What is the def- What's the next defense? Because every defense now has died for the Bidens. What's next? Look over here. Bidenomics is great. The economy is doing great.
0: Look, this is why I think that they were hopeful that things in Russia with the Wagner group would play out. That they could, look, wag the dog, focus everything on Russia. If Putin was going to fall, that would be a massive global story. That would at
2: least for a moment take the heat off but it didn't happen yeah I don't know what takes the heat off this we've said this for the longest time even in you know way back in in 2020 when the laptop first came out there's one thing Americans don't agree on much but the one thing that hasn't changed Americans don't like politicians taking bribes and influence peddling it's what they one of the things they hate the most it might be on the top remember democrats for the longest time that you know campaign finance reform right now that's mm-hmm. legitimately giving money to support a campaign democrats have been against that yep legitimately it's like well no we need to have i mean really you think about it on your taxes will you give a dollar to support you know the camp no no, no, people should be able to give and support the candidate. It's all open. Who gives what? That's uh, all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. It's open. You give somebody fine, but Americans still are highly suspicious of that here. We're talking influence peddling. Now we're talking illegal influence peddling, which would be, uh, again, a bribe, specifically uh, a bribe. And so we're talking about influence peddling and people and politicians and political families not paying their taxes. Yeah. There aren't two things that Americans hate more than that when it comes to politicians. Right. So this isn't going anywhere. I mean this is not going away is what I meant.
1: Consider yourself canceled if you don't listen nightly Red Eye Radio.
2: And he's Eric Carlin, I'm Gary McNamara. Just uh, reading this here because I, I I chuckled at this. This was uh, Washington Post: Federal debt to soar, CBO predicts, despite GOP-led spending standoff. The U.S. debt is expected to soar to historic levels over the next 30 years eventually reaching 181% of the country's total economic output, even after Republicans drove a high-stakes standoff this spring to secure what they described as a major improvement in the nation's fiscal health. None of that is in quotes. Nope. That the Republicans claim this was a mate. No. No. Well, we paid attention to what McCarthy said. All right. This doesn't solve the problem, as he said. It just is the start of moving it in a different direction. Mm. But I just love that. A new forecast Wednesday from the Congressional Budget Office. They're trying to peg this as a Republican failure. Yeah. Right. Republicans said this was going to be a major improvement in the nation's fiscal health. No, they didn't. No. 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 Maybe one Congress person did that. McCarthy speaks for the Republicans in Congress, though. Yeah. And that's not what he said. He even said, "Well, no, I I
0: don't know anybody that believed that for a moment. Right. I I don't know anybody that was really at the top of a GOP leadership that was even trying to sell that.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So just figured I would throw that out because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, more a little bit to. a little bit more bias out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, and, and look,
0: you know, uh, we've talked about the fiscal sanity is all but gone. Uh, you know, the GOP tapped the brakes on it, but that's all they did tap the brakes. And I mean, the kind of tapping the brakes that doesn't actually slow you down much. It just turns your brake lights on for a second. <laughs> it's, uh yeah it's ludicrous and it wasn't going to turn anything around you know th- this is the problem too is that i i don't know look on the whole bidenomics thing that's going to that's that's going to come back to haunt them i think it's already coming back to haunt them uh on the left the democratic party is going to have to own that and try and separate themselves from that by the way, that will be the question to everybody else, every other Democrat running for office. Do you support Bidenomics, even <laughs> though blah, 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 blah? Uh, well, we do believe the president has, and you're not going to be able to sell it. You're basically going to have to corner them, each of them. And, and you're going to ask him, hey, how's that Bidenomics thing working out for you? And they're going to have to answer one way or the other. That will be interesting to watch to see how many of them try and separate themselves from the president for a number of reasons. I I mean, the biggest of which is all of the evidence that's coming forward now on this whole Hunter Biden thing. And you don't want to be caught up in that. Now, the problem with the old school Democrats or anyone, any Democrat that's That's been inside the beltway or been in office for any amount of time. You had to have known, you know, when this thing does fall out, that will be the question to a lot of them. The first of which would probably or one of the first would be a Chuck
2: Schumer. Oh, come on. You knew how long before they ask Obama. Well, but you know something. When you, when you look at the story that came out about uh, you know, a week ago that we now know without question, that uh, that story that came out that the FBI knew in December of 2019, which was just weeks after they got the laptop, mm-hmm. they knew it was legit. They knew it was Hunter Biden's. Right. Yeah. So the FBI knew. And remember, it was October of 2020 when the 51 in, so-called intelligence experts came out and said, this could be, you know, russian disinformation mm-hmm. the fbi knew it wasn't right they said nothing right so when you talk about who knew about it you had a ton of people that knew yeah that it wasn't you know especially in the fbi they knew they could have come out and said no it's not russian disinformation we know that this is hunter biden's laptop mm. they didn't do that right the department of justice did not do that and so it's you know, it's really interesting because I have uh, was asked a question the other day. You know, what's going to happen in the election? I don't know. There, there's just so many variables. You know, you have never, you've never had a, a situation like this in modern politics with, number one, Trump's legal problems. But then the Biden situation, which, you know, we agreed on this earlier, compared to what Trump is accused of doing, Trump is is a traffic ticket. Yeah, this is what you're seeing here. And the combination of everything from the you think about this from the the censoring of the Hunter Biden laptop to where we are today, the if you want to call it collusion, if you want to call it the culture of the government to protect the Bidens and censor from Americans what the truth is on a consistent basis. But you take it from. Think about this. We're we're in just a couple of months. We're on three years, yep. of this yeah. of this going on, this coordination, and then what we see in law enforcement and the weaponization. It's very hard for Democrats to come out and say the Republicans are throwing a conspiracy theory about the weaponization of government. It's hard to make that claim. Well, that defense falls flat to independents are like. Not really. Why that FBI agent that said I can't stay with the FBI anymore because I'm sitting in a parking lot of a school taking down parents' the cars, their license plate numbers, because they're upset about the radical transgender activist movement and critical race theory being taught in their schools. That's not why I'm an FBI agent. Well, the polls show
0: you're not going to get away with that, saying it's some far right wing conspiracy that's gone. That's out the window. It's demonstrated clearly on every
2: front. And so you take everything that has happened. I mean this is what we're what we're in the middle of with the allegations as they exist now and then more of the evidence coming out. And this and the what makes this different than any Well, 99.9% of political scandals out there is none of it is coming from the opposition making the allegation and looking for the evidence. This is the evidence exists and the evidence, a significant portion, are coming from the targets of the investigation, Yeah, which is Hunter Biden. Right. No, it's
0: coming directly from him. It's coming directly. It, this right. Is, uh, these are his messages. That's
2: his laptop. It's his email. And so everything that we're getting, because this whole thing really started because of the Hunter Biden laptop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the FBI knew was real. They, they knew it a year before we all knew that the Hunter Biden laptop existed. I haven't and, seen and, a great effort, by the
0: way, on the WhatsApp messages to discount those now we've been very clear to say, you know, I mean, you're going to have to you're going to have to prove that those are the, from his device and everything else. But the problem is, is that so far the whistleblowers have been very clear about, and and it seems they have had everything lined up the way you would want it lined up in a whistleblower situation.
2: They're not just well, throwing these when things you, out there. Well, when you saw the uh, hunters lawyer's response to the WhatsApp. He Mm -hmm. didn't deny it. No. In fact, he was trying to make excuses for it. Right. He was on crack. uh, But when you, and, and that's what makes this scandal completely different. When you look at Russia collusion, to give you the example, Trump colluded with the Russians to hack the election. That was a statement being made. And then they went looking for the evidence. Yeah. So the allegation was being made. There was no evidence to back it up. None. It was just more allegations and then sore stories, but you didn't know. Everything here, well, not everything, but so much of it, it was started by Hunter's laptop, and the evidence, the major evidence that's being used is Hunter's own statements that they're not denying in Hunter's own communications, and for the president, who's still out there saying, no, I had nothing to do with you know, I didn't know anything about my... Oh, they did say the... Who was it that wrote that last week at one point a representative of the president said uh, that uh, he was not involved? No, he was not involved in his son's business. Mm-hmm. And they said nobody really picked up on that. They didn't say they weren't using the same thing that he didn't know anything about it. Right. When they said it, they said it that way. And it was like, uh-oh, there's movement There's movement there. But even the for the the suspicion of the president doesn't come from a Republican allegation looking for evidence. It comes directly from the president and the voicemail that he left for Hunter mm-hmm. and other email messages mm-hmm. that nobody is stating are is is false or not legitimate evidence. Right. And then you have the whistleblowers coming forward. And what do they have? They have evidence. Not, you know, it, it's it's not circumstantial. They've got the papers. They've got the communication. They've got the dates. They've got the people involved in it. They've got the statements that were made. They've documented these things. And then you have the Treasury Department with the suspicious activity reports that come from the banks that the Treasury Department, when releasing it, they're legit. These are all transactions that have been made that are suspicious, suspicious that a crime may be committed. That comes from the banks and goes to the Treasury Department. None of it is Republican-generated. That's the problem. That's the problem for the Bidens here is none of it is what we have seen with Trump, with Russia collusion, which was allegation first, then the search for the evidence. You think about it, when the Mueller report, they had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. No, there wasn't even a specific allegation. And I want to let everybody be know about this. And it's not bragging. It's just it wasn't hard to figure out. We were absolutely right on it. Absolutely right. Yep. On the Mueller special counsel, they yep. had nothing. They had nothing. They had the assignment. Said go look and see if something happened. It didn't right. say this happened. Find out who's responsible. And, and then you see everything that's going on with Hunter now, and we haven't even mentioned this today, but the two tiers of justice. Oh, yeah. One for yeah. one side, another form of justice for the other side. And that part and, of and, it and- is amplified every day, greater and yeah, greater. It, it really is. Eight six six ninety red
1: eye Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
2: It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Herley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Coming up on the top of the hour, the uh, IRS whistleblower uh, was uh, on Fox News on uh, with Brett Barry yesterday. We'll have some audio from that coming up. Also talk about a Michigan hate speech bill that would make it a felony to cause someone to feel threatened. Uh-huh. Uh, not be threatened, but feel threatened. Okay. And we know where that's going. Yeah. We know that's going, that uh, if you ask questions... That's a threat. That's a threat. If you ask about uh, gender ideology, the radical transgender movement, if you say, well, why do you think this way? That in itself is violence. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a threat. How dare you? So we'll tell you about uh, that... uh, (laughs) that new bill and <laughs> actually a, a debate going on this is you know this I, I, and, and it's all about DeSantis and the whole Disney thing did you see it uh, Charles Cook and, and the other it was it from uh, National Review mm. two different opinions on it you know we had talked uh, about the whole um, DeSantis Disney thing oh Michael Brendan uh, Doherty oh yeah Charles yeah. Cook have different opinions yeah. on it right yeah Cook believes that he sh- that DeSantis shouldn't have got involved in it and Doherty's saying absolutely should have. And it's just fascinating the back and forth uh, going on there. But Doherty makes some great points. Great points. Yeah. Well, I about, mean, about why Disney was given such a, you know, that imagery is what Disney is about. Yeah. And so the one thing from Cook was, well, it's just speech. Well, no, it's imagery no. of your company. You're selling it, yeah. you're selling a, a particular uh, image. And so we'll get to that because that was mm. really interesting. Uh, what was going on there. And finally, you have a school board that has stood up and rejects uh, an LGBTQ statement of support. And they were blunt. We're not going to push forward an agenda. Mm. I did read something else yesterday, too, that was like, okay, we're at the peak of the transgender movement right now. And (laughs) this is a time, well, we've talked about this before. Sometimes conservatives will say something once and believe, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Right. And it isn't. This is a right. fight that's going to continue and continue. And if you want to win, it's got to be a fight that you continue.
1: Yeah. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Carley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across America and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Thank you for being here. So... Millions of people are going to be traveling this Fourth of July week. Yeah, I'm and, one of them. Uh, you're, you're one of them. I'm one of them. Yes, I'll be on a plane. Do you see the flight cancellations? Yep, that's what I'm looking at right now. What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with that? All right, Cliff Claven. <laughs> <laughs> or Seinfeld, or both. Well, uh, Cliff Claven was uh, yeah. when he remember when he became a stand up comedian. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's yeah. What's that? <laughs> that yeah. What's up with that? What's up with that?
2: That was his punchline every time. What's
0: up with that? What's up with
2: that? Um, Why you're stuck on the airport tarmac. Expect delays and higher fares owing to FAA incompetence. That's the one thing that has changed this year. Mm. You notice the blame isn't going to the airlines.
0: Right. Yeah. The
2: blame is directed at... Uh, Air Bidenomics. <laughs> Air Biden. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but Americans, uh, let me just read you some of this here uh, from the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal. Americans are looking forward to summer vacation, and included in the pa- uh, in a package, a scenic view of the tarmac at New York's airports. The federal, the FAA, is blaming travel mayhem this week on thunderstorms. But the underlying reason you'll pay more to arrive late to the beach is decades of government mismanagement. United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby said on Monday, the FAA frankly failed us this weekend as staffing shortages compounded delays and cancellations from bad weather in New York. The FAA is denying staffing problems, but this air traffic jam has been months in the making. We've known about this. We knew. Yeah, right. The FAA earlier this year predicted a 45% increase in flight delays. And the agency has been pushing airlines to cut flights, in particular to and from busy New York. Airlines have staffed up as they recover from pandemic disruption and try to meet increasing consumer demand. Uh, But cutting routes means fewer choices and higher fares for long-suffering traveling public. The FAA acknowledges, that the New York area is about at 54% of its staffing target Hmm. versus 80% average in other parts of the country. New York area's airports have weathered more than 41,000 delays related to staffing shortages in the summer of 2022. The situation Hmm. is a direct result of the FAA's own failure to solve long-running staff shortages Uh, Republican Senator Ted Cruz, ranking member of the Commerce Committee, said in a letter this spring to the Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. That's right. He's the guy to solve this problem. Yeah, I'm sure. the, The Transportation Department inspector general last week scored FAA's limited efforts to ensure adequate controller staffing. The FAA proposed redesigning New York's airspace to include combining facilities to make controllers more efficient. That project crashed and burned thanks to New York Democrat Chuck Schumer. Hmm. In a press release touts his fierce advocacy in fighting an integrated facility that might have moved air traffic controllers from Long Island and allowed more efficient staffing. He's pandering to the flight controllers union, and it's too bad there's no union representing Americans sitting in seat 36B. It illustrates why the U.S. would benefit from spinning off air traffic control from government as countries such as Canada has done. They privatized that. And air traffic traffic control could rely on user fees instead of taxes and not be hostage to special interest politics. The FAA has also struggled. I mean, this is some of the things that most of us didn't know the faa has also struggled to upgrade technology a classic example is controllers passing around paper strips that track a flight an faa plan to roll out electronic flight strips at 49 major airports isn't set to finish until 2029 technologies such as 360 degree camera uh, take away the need to put every controller in a tower at the end of the runway but the faa has shown little interest in remote towers. Under a private air traffic regime, the FAA would be free to focus on its core mission, safety regulation. That looks more urgent as near misses happen more frequently at airports across the country. Air traffic reform stalled in Congress under the Trump administration, thanks to opposition from private aviation companies and others. The idea dates back to Al Gore's 1990s pitch for reinventing government. Mr. Buttigieg could revive his political fortunes by working with the GOP to make it a reality. Okay, now Wall Street Journal, now you're being delusional. Yeah, that's delusional. Uh, yeah, yeah. As it is, he'll take a uh, the, the he'll take the heat for summer delays, summer travel dysfunction. Doesn't have to be inevitable. It's the product of incompetent government. You look at everything. We've gone from abstract to finally reality hitting. Think about this. Every other year, it's always been the you know the airlines, the airlines, the airlines. Now it's focused completely on the government. You know, I think it was uh, what what I'm trying to think. What administration it was? Was it Obama? Peggy Noonan wrote a column once when nothing works hmm. about the government everything yeah. the government's involved in doesn't work right yeah and uh and there there's where we are right now you know the whole thing i mean the bidenomics as if think about this <laughs> think about this bidenomics the president is going to save the economy yeah. does anybody actually believe that our plan will save the economy you know we're getting so close to the centralized government you know and i did see cuz i've been watching a lot of his stuff recently constantine kissing the uh, the uh, um uh, the uh russian <laughs> he calls himself a former comedian he goes eh, i'm sort of out of that now uh but remember his speech at oxford that he gave mm-hmm. and that's you know when we we he first i think became viral the oxford speech uh but he is somebody who has a keen understanding of of russia versus the uh, the free world, and I saw yesterday where he brought out the the, the famous quote from Thomas Sowell, <clears throat> who once said, uh, "No problem is really ever solved. You just have trade-offs."
0: Yeah, that's yeah. We mentioned that recently. Yeah, there, yeah. there is right. There, there is are no, no
2: solutions. Right. There's trade-offs. only trade-offs. Mm-hmm. That's what, and and we live in a world that doesn't understand that. That believes still today, well, the government can solve our problems. No, there's trade-offs. And he had mentioned yesterday, you know, freedom of speech. Mm. Well, what's a trade-off of freedom of speech? Somebody's going to be offended. Yeah. But everything has a trade-off to it. There are no solutions. They're simply trade-offs. And so you tinker around the edges. I would say, now he said tinker around the edges. I believe that there are some trade-offs that are way worse than other trade-offs. I would disagree about just, you know, snipping at the ends of things or that the trade-offs – because I, I don't know – I don't think he believes that But it came off is that, well, the, the you know, it's just you – government can snip around the edges. No, government policy can make a huge difference. The trade-offs can be huge. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it right now. Mm-hmm. Think about this. The trade-off. We're actually living in a world – where the government is planning, because they wish to save the world, of ensuring that you don't have electricity. Yeah. Well, thats that trade-off acceptable to people? The climate change people, and they're as radical as you can get in the Democratic Party, because when you have a party that says we can we can actually run the grid on solar and wind, and any idiot knows, you don't even need to have a a high school education or a junior high education, everybody knows the wind doesn't always blow and the sun doesn't always shine and a hydroelectric plant, well, that could go, that can, you know, that can go, but that's limited, Uh, you know, that's very limited in what you can have the power potential there, but coal, natural gas, well, yeah, you can run those plants 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Well maybe you shouldn't take them all away. Take them all away. We can run it on solar and wind. Well, as we said, it it's going to it
0: the agenda requires that you outlaw certain things. Why?
2: That's the trade off. That's their exactly. trade off. Right.
0: Yeah. And they under the guise of this is all wind and solar is going to be so much cheaper. Nobody buys that anymore. No. Nobody buys that anymore, and because the problem is, is that the left has insisted on their agenda moving so quickly, the abstract has now become reality on just about every front, including that.
2: And we make trade-offs all the time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, the speed limit on the roads would be ten miles an hour. Because mm-hmm. we or no s- cars at all. Or no car, <laughs> or no exactly no cars at all. Yeah, you like walking. <laughs> exactly. Walking is good for you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, trade offs are made on a, it's. But what's the trade off? What's the trade off for solar and wind? We don't have enough electricity. What's the trade off for saying solar and wind, and and uh, we're going to have solar and wind, and we're going to make all cars electric vehicles? Mm-hmm. You don't have enough electricity to run your grid, right? That's already the government agencies have already figured that out. The energy the energy department's already figured that out. As one part of the government is saying, you can't do this. The Democrats are saying it doesn't matter. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Why? Because we're saving the world. Yeah. How? Yeah. <laughs> How are you saving the world? Well, we're putting uh, fewer global warming gases into the atmosphere. That is destroying the planet. Are others doing the same thing? Hmm. Even if you believe that, are others doing the same thing? And wait a minute, you're not consistent. Because you're against natural gas. If you went for natural gas, the reason that the United States made the biggest decrease in global warming gases, if that's what you believe, is because they went to natural gas. Hmm. Biden made sure that tens of thousands of great union jobs disappeared so he could sell you the imagery that he is doing something about global warming when his own liberals told him on his staff, no, you're not. You should keep the pipeline. That's the best way to reduce global warming. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. In that the trade-off was for that one, we're going to shut down a pipeline that will make... What we believe is global warming worse. And for doing that, we'll lay off tens of thousands of good union jobs. I mean, that's the insanity that we live in. But everything is a trade off. Yep. And, but when you get to the point of, you know, Biden yesterday, you actually think that Joe Biden, does any Democrat really believe that Joe Biden has the ideas? that will build us a bustling economy
0: yeah right
2: joe biden
0: right yeah
2: (laughs) yeah of course no he's the guy and and the reason way you do it is you spend tons of government money to support industries that can't make a profit Am I exaggerating there at all? No. I'm not exaggerating at all. No. There's no exaggeration in that point at all. That's exactly what we're doing. That's Bidenomics. You want Bidenomics? That's Bidenomics, mm-hmm. which means more inflation. Right.
0: Yep. Yep. No, there's so It's it's not and, and prices aren't going to come down. You can have inflation rates dropping prices still are going up. These are the things. This is number one, the reason. Not just number one, it is the reason you don't directly and intentionally attach your name to a, an economy that
2: is plagued <laughs> with inflation. I know, God. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? What you've been seeing Jack? is Bidenomics. Yeah. And the, the, Beauty for the Republicans on that one was was simple. Well, yeah, it's Bidenomics because oh, the gosh, Biden yes. family has done great. Thanks for giving it in, a name, yeah. true influence peddling. Exactly. They've, they've really enriched their family. It, it trickled down. It trickled it, over. Right. It trickled up. Bidenomics works for them. It trickled everywhere. I mean, it was just... It, when you think about it, did anybody, did did they officially want to? Well, yeah, because they're the ones that used it. Bidenomics are the yeah. ones that came up with it. No, they're, I mean, pr- they're
0: proudly. I mean. I know. It's, I I, it's just... I think there was a debate yesterday as as to whether Wall Street Journal used it and first and Biden embraced it after that. But Biden embraced it. He embraced it, yeah. Wh- one way or the other. Whoever floated it first, you took it and ran with it. Don't do that. Now, what he's doing is. He thinks he's doing uh, Obamacare. Remember when everybody? Well, don't call it Obamacare; it's racist. And Obama's like, "No, no, no I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Obamacare.
2: I mean, it's my thing. It's my signature move.
0: Let's call it Obamacare.
2: <laughs> and it can't be racist because, as we know, uh, as we know, race is a social construct. Is a social construct according, according to, to Obama. Him. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So it couldn't be racist, right? Because it can change whenever. Yep. Eight six six ninety red eye. On Radio, he's Eric Cronian. I'm Gary McNamara. See, the problem when you say Bidenomics and you get articles like uh, this one that just came out this hour. And Fox has it, but it's actually a, a uh, survey that was done by uh, Casey Mulligan, professor of economics at University of Chicago. And it talks about the regulatory costs of the Biden administration. Biden's regulations have cost Americans almost $10,000 per household, the study says. hmm Uh, And if he is reelected again, by the end of eight years, it could be $60,000 that it's cost every American household. Uh, And they talk about, you know, that's by adding all the regulations that they add, so many of them for automobiles, now that people can't afford, as we see. And people certainly can't afford electric vehicles. That's another thing. Let's build vehicles that people don't want that they can't afford. Exactly. I mean, that's Bidenomics. Yep. And they talk about that. Uh, During the Trump administration, he actually cut the cost for Americans by 11,000. And Obama, yeah, he skyrocketed. But Biden will end up being worse than Obama if he gets another four years, according to the projections of Casey Mulligan, professor of economics at the University of Chicago. If you want Bidenomics, that's what Bidenomics is. Yep. Yep. I mean,
0: and, you know, they, they embrace the name. And now everyone's going to take that and run with it, and it's not going to be good. It's not going to. It's not going to play out in their favor, uh, because it's it's like the media. And we play the audio uh, repeatedly of the media. Which, Americans just don't see all the good things that are happening. Who do you think's paying for it? Who do you think's doing the shopping and having to cut corners? over and over and over again as prices keep going up the american public exactly <laughs> they don't need the polls they don't need some kind of uh, somebody on msnbc to tell them you're not seeing all
2: the good things about the economy you know, how does the public respond to that i mean for me for us i mean we deal with this every day right so it's like eh, whatever yeah but if if I'm just sitting there and I'm working a job and a half and I see that Americans just don't recognize how great the economy is, I'm ticked off.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's arrogance. <laughs>
1: Join the conversation. 1 90 Red Eye, Red Eye Radio. Red Eye Radio.
2: I'm sorry. I just was reading the Babylon Bee, it's some of the best headlines ever. <laughs> it shows the podium where Corrine Jean Pierre is. It was like a huge puff of smoke. And it says, Kareem Jean Pierre throws smoke bomb and disappears when asked about Hunter Biden texts." And there's the podium. Yeah. It looks like the in the Wizard of Oz, within the witch disappears. All the smoke, smoke, yeah, all around the podium. And then these other headlines: Biden boasts how well he has handled the Ukrainian economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trump indicted in New York for eating pizza cooked in wood-burning oven. Oh, that's a serious one. New York City mandates all pizza must be cooled under a bathroom hand dryer. <laughs> Newsom one one-ups New York by requiring pizza be baked using sun and magnifying glass. <laughs> Yeah. Solar oven pizza. Oh,
0: my. <laughs> that whole thing in New York, by the way. Is I just, know. It's, it's I flying know. back in their face. I know. There was, uh, I don't remember if it was CNN or New York Post. It did the story yeah. from the one uh, pizza shop owner. And he he invested, anticipating the, the ruling, anticipated or, or uh, invested in this um, filter, this required filter. It was twenty grand, and he said it's going to take a long time for me to pay for that. And I thought to myself, this is their this is their entire goal. Yeah, shut down the economy, under the guise we're saving the planet, and it's not going to end. They're not going to reverse this. And they've seen the trend over the years. Well, we need clean air. Okay, Republicans on board for clean air. Yeah, we need this. And then all of a sudden it's, you can't light a match. You can't have a campfire.
2: That's happened in some places already.
0: Yeah. In California. No uh, for all of the uh, landscaping companies no gas powered equipment has to be all electric which is enormously expensive and really hard uh, much more expensive if you're going to keep all the batteries rotated and charged at all times you're going to have to have multiple batteries for every device prices go through the roof
2: people wonder why is
0: it so expensive and, to live in California? And I know
2: that because I do have I have a very very small. When 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 I bought my home, uh, I was uh, what was I fifty one. Now I was fifty, and then I was fifty one when it, when I moved in, mm-hmm. and I viewed it. and And my it was my buddy Jeff told me, "Look, you're building a house," because I didn't build a house. I you know I was all over the country in radio, never had a house, mm-hmm. had some nice places, but never rented them. So when I built a house, he's I'll never forget two things he told me. He said, "This is your retirement home. Mm. One story. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be walking upstairs." That's some of the best advice he ever gave me. He
3: said, well,
0: and if it's not a modern, you know, mm. build, uh, which yours was, of course, going to be, because yes. uh, you had it built. But if it's not a modern build, it's expensive to heat upstairs because heat rises Mm -hmm. now you can have split units and they do a pretty good job they do in Mm -hmm. fact my uh, daughter has one and it does an outstanding job but the thing is is her entire upstairs is like office space it's not uh Mm -hmm. because they all their bedrooms are downstairs and so she doesn't have to worry about that but i
2: i mean I, i would have used it for storage uh, that would have been my problem if I would have. Yeah, yeah. Upstairs. I think she's got
0: some. I think one of the closets upstairs is like yeah. her Christmas closet, but yeah. The, mm-hmm. and you know the thing is, is that
2: they're they're going to make it so enormously expensive, right? Well, the point I was trying to make is that was the one of the second advice was small front, small lawn, mm-hmm. very small lawn, mm-hmm. and so I have a very small lawn, so I don't, I do not have. I didn't want because my garage is attached to my house. Mm -hmm. I did not want gasoline in the summer in there when it's 130 degrees. Mm -hmm. And so I have an electric lawnmower and all my, everything I have is electric. Now it's all the lithium. When I first got my first lawnmower, it was uh, 16 years ago. That was lead acid battery. Mm -hmm. Now everything is, you know, you can remove the batteries from everything I've got two. I've got one, two, three, four chargers and four different batteries. Mm-hmm. You know, for all my stuff that you have to. You know, when you are done with, you know, when you know the one's getting low, you take that out. You put the other one in. I can't imagine if you are doing it commercially.
0: Well, I have a huge lawn, and everybody on my block obviously has the same size lawn. Uh, most everyone has a service that comes to their house, and if they were to have to do that with, uh, I, I mean, batteries? I tried. Oh. I tried one of the. Uh, battery powered and it just would not cut my grass my grass is too thick my lawn's too big just wasn't gonna happen now I do have the battery powered uh blower from the same company that made the mower that I tried this thing will it, it will blow you over I mean this thing is very powerful but it's not it doesn't last doesn't well no you've got to get it if in and, and the batteries are enormously expensive well if you wanted to if I wanted to get a second battery for it It would be way too
2: expensive. Now, you make a great point on the power of the lawnmower. Now, mine actually, the one I have, will kick into a higher gear. Mm -hmm. But I have southern Bermuda Mm -hmm. that's like three or four inches tall. I keep it extremely high. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine
0: is too, yeah. And you
2: get caught. You you want to take deep cuts in it? You can't do it. Mm -hmm. You're just, you know, my lawnmower is basically just shaving off the top. You know where there's not really a lot of resistance, mm-hmm. and I mulch everything in, so you get an inch or two down in that lawn. N- unless you've got a gasoline, uh, you know, gasoline-powered lawnmower, you're not cutting it. Yeah, my
0: lawn's way, way, way too thick. It, it just yeah. it wouldn't get the job done. I mean, I would have to spend, I would have to go three or four uh, passes on a lawn in on on any section of the lawn uh, for a battery-powered. Yeah. It just it just isn't there. And if you're paying for it, and and here's the other thing, too. I mean, a a lot of it, a friend of mine, a neighbor down the street actually owns a commercial landscaping business. And he talked about that a few years ago. And he said, you know, um, some of the battery-powered things had been more convenient for a smaller touch-up job. You know, mm-hmm. if if you're talking about a smaller job, he's that's my house. But on a commercial, yeah. he said on a commercial job, he said there's no way. And on he does, still does two or three lawns on our street, and there's no way you just can't. It's not going to last. You know, you're going to yeah. have to have. And because they get out there, a crew will get get out there. It's usually at least two guys. Uh, in fact, one neighbor has uh, a crew that comes by, and it's two ladies. <laughs> And they will work at the same time. And they're in and they're out. They have to be because they get paid by the job. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, uh, the company that, you know, the, the owner of the company gets paid by the job. So you're going to, you have to ramp up your, your rates enormously to, you know, it, in order to pay for all that if the regulation goes the way
2: of yeah, how Yeah, how many batteries would it take? If you're commercial, I don't think you can I it because they do I, I know when I see them come through my neighborhood, yeah. they sometimes they have four or five people. Right. I mean their your lawn is done in three minutes. Yeah. The bushes are cut. I mean every they come edged everything mm-hmm. and they're there and they're on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And and so it's extremely efficient. And so they're doing how many in a day? I, no, don't I, mean, know. Yeah, I, it's, I don't know. I don't. And and you don't have. Do you have battery charger? Are you going to battery chargers on the truck?
0: Uh, quite possibly. I mean, you're going you're to have to have that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah what's
2: yeah. what's going to power them?
0: Yeah, a bigger I mean, a bigger oh, battery. You can't have a gas powered generator doing it. Yeah. So no, it's, you you're going to have to get one of those uh, large uh, generators, uh, and and keep it on board if you don't have that uh, ability to charge otherwise from your vehicle. Which, typically, they don't. They're driving the older vehicles for a reason. I mean, it's the only way you can get your lawn done relatively cheaply. I I don't know what the rate is in California. I don't know what the rate is in my own neighborhood, actually. Um, But, you know, it's relatively cheap to get your lawn done if you're talking about just edging and mowing. But Mm -hmm. that's not going to be the case after regulation. If more states go the way of California,
2: the thing is, you're going to need an electric vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> right. And an electric truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, to uh, to carry all the electric equipment. Hmm. I I don't know. The cost is going to be through the roof. No, it is. You know, it really is. For the ba- the number of batteries you're going to yep. have to buy. Right. And they just, as you said commercially they don't have the power to take care well, they of don't. what needs to be taken care of and
0: in some of my uh, some of my smaller devices around the house and again it's just you know uh, tinkering around the house it's not major construction projects the batteries have a life on lithium they they, they have a life
2: mm-hmm.
0: on any battery so what happens to all those batteries that they're just going to industry is just going to blow through and in a mandated world, this is the insanity of, of, of these types of mandates. We've already talked about the unattainable uh, 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 goal of, of mining all the materials, uh, uh, cobalt, nickel, lithium, and everything else that is required to build the EVs and everything else. Then you talk about the batteries. All right, where do the batteries go? Uh, I saw one article the other day about uh, giving batteries renewed life. All right, show me how that works. Demonstrate that clearly. And if that's the case, that's one thing, if they can actually do that on scale. But what we're learning, in fact, there was one EV maker, a competitor with uh, Tesla that uh, went under recently in, in just recent days. Because they could not produce at scale. And that's what we're talking about. They can't, they just don't have the funds to do that. And there isn't the government money to do that. I know they've been putting government money in it. But when we're talking about this kind of mandate at this scale, just California alone, there isn't enough government money. There's not going to be the will. There's not going to be the political will to throw that kind of government money, what would be required. That's why I I really question whether they'll meet that 35 mandate. I I don't know that they will. We
2: talked about the part of the problem was that Republicans went along too easy with the whole climate oh, it, change stuff you had. Exactly what we were saying. Know, yep. we, we talked about Newt Gingrich when yep. he was getting behind it. And then oh, yeah. Governor Abbott just before Frizola, remember, sure, the sure. award for wind power state. And, oh, we're taking the wind power. And then you had Trump, you know, the Lordstown plant went mm-hmm. under. Mm-hmm. And him and Peter Navarro there, electric trucks are great. Electric mm-hmm. trucks are great. Mm-hmm. And our point to Republicans and conservatives is everybody has been playing the con job in you. Even the people that you adore, yep, yep. and have adored yep. that are viewed as the leaders of the Republican Party have caved to bad science. And this is and how bad economics. Absolutely.
0: And and then all of a sudden it becomes trendy in the marketing. The left markets all this stuff as some kind of cool trend, and everybody the political will changes because everybody is curious about the technology. Mm-hmm. The mandate is different if it's great let the private sector do it let real demand grow in an organic way and the government stays out of it
1: 86690 red eye get in touch with red eye radio toll free at 86690 red eye
2: It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Coming up on the top there, we'll have that story of the Michigan hate speech bill. Mm. Whoa. Just amazing. Yeah. Make it a felony to cause someone to feel threatened. Yeah. Not be threatened. I feel like I've been threatened. And it includes, yes, gender. Mm-hmm. And we know, we know where this is all going. And by the way, when they do arrest somebody for it, it will be found unconstitutional. Yep. But somebody is going to be denied their constitutional right if this bill passes in Michigan eventually until it gets to the Supreme Court and their lives will be made hell because of it. Yep. And yep. and they're not going to get restitution for whatever their legal no, bills are no. unless they get one of the you know conservative legal groups that will back them on it. But we know where this is going, but we'll give you the specifics of what's in this bill mm. coming up.
1: Is Red Eye Radio
2: all across America and around the world eight six six ninety Red Eye. Good morning. I'm Gary McNamara. He's Eric Hurley. Hi. All right. I had to stop and and do this because I I saw this and I went okay. We got to read this. I got to see. I got to see what the strongest points are from the Democrats. Right. Yeah. We yeah, always right. have to do this. And this yeah. is on Bidenomics because I saw this headline in the Hill and went huh huh. Brett Badowski, who's a, a Democrat, worked for. Senator Lloyd Benson, the Democrat, and I think, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, Alexander, um, uh, Bill Alexander of Arkansas, both Democrats. Mm, okay. And, and uh, so here it is. You ready for this? All right. What do you Why get? Bidenomics can defeat Trumpism over and over again. All right. Okay. Okay. There's been a lot of talk from the White House this week about uh, Bidenism, that is, President Biden's approach to governing. Let's consider Bidenism to Trumpism and the governing st- style of why many other republicans or and of the many other republicans running for president. Now listen to the specifics here. One part of Bidenism involves Bidenomics, which attempts to lift the economy from the bottom up, not the top down, with prosperity and success reaching, reaching society as a whole, which is exactly what's happening under the Biden presidency, a dramatic shift from the Trump era and a historic achievement. Hmm. That's an outright lie.
0: Yeah, it
2: is. And you know why? Where was the biggest success that Trump had in increasing of quality of life through increased pay?
3: Hmm.
2: Blacks. Remember that? Oh, yeah, Yeah. sure. Remember minorities were the Mm -hmm. because of Trump, the biggest here. But again, it's the it's the typical thing. All right. Give me the specifics on it. And it's the. Oh, we've the bottom up, not the top down. That means nothing. Stop it. That's rhetoric. It's poor rhetoric. It's old rhetoric. Yeah. And then Trumpism is selfishness in the extreme, trying to exploit anything and everything mm-hmm. for the wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so so when this is, so it, when Republicans insiders back Donald Trump or make excuses for him they leave countless Americans behind in the ways that Biden never would. Uh-huh. Prominent Republicans who support unselfish economics or seek a more widely prosperous society are ignored or marked by Trump or Trumpist. Well, what a load of horse manure this well, is. It's it's garbage. It's I know. absolute <laughs> crap. And we we'll talk uh,
0: about the, you know, uh build back better and all this this stuff Look at what they did in enacting law, and they said, listen, if you'll just go out and make all these enormously
2: expensive updates to your home, you'll save money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you'll spend $20,000 to get solar panels, you'll get 15% off. At every turn, <laughs> they're doing things that benefit the wealthy. The wealthy, yeah. Electric vehicles, the the discounts for electric vehicles, the uh the uh what do you call it? Not the rebates, the uh credits. The credits. Mm-hmm. You know, from the very, very beginning that the point has been that those credits are transferred from money from the lower economic class yep. to the rich class. Absolutely. Poor people do not buy electric vehicles. No. Middle they don't. class does not buy electric vehicles. No, they don't. People that are in the upper twenty percent of income are the ones that buy electric vehicles. Yep. And they're subsidized by the vast majority of the amount of subsidies comes from the people that can't afford to buy an electric vehicle. Yep. You know, the funny thing is, they could have sold this. But as we now know, the Democratic Party is losing the working class. He's talking as if they still have the working class behind them. Yeah, right. This is almost like, When Lloyd Benson served that long ago. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That. (laughs) Because this is almost like the 90s Democrats. No, this is is the old playbook. It's it's like the old playbook. It's like, but you've lost the working class. They don't believe in you anymore. You're not the
0: blue collar party. You're Mm. not. You're not. Wow. It's it's and and that's really that is the explanation for this position uh, that he has is You think this is 1995 or 1990. That's not the case. And at every turn, look at everything that this president has done to shut down those blue-collar jobs. Go learn to code. That's Bidenomics. You'll be fine. I mean, listen, you need to – listen – the high price of food you need to be fasting fasting is healthy stop eating so much americans are
2: fat yeah i guess that uh, this is this is why the hill.com stopped taking comments a while back yeah <laughs> with with yeah i we, mean it was i uh, we're not, al- not, not going to engage but i'm anymore. i'm always i'm always looking for Again, this is something we whether whether it's uh, the the Biden scandal right now going on. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for what the opposition says. A lot of people try to avoid it. Well, I don't want to know what the opposition is doing. Right. I want to know what they're no, saying. I, I definitely. I want to know, to know what their arguments are because they're always weak. And you know what the number one argument is for the great economy? Hmm. We have a low unemployment rate. Oh, which of course we know because. Uh, there aren't
0: enough people to fill the jobs. Yeah, it's,
2: it's just, it's, That's just
0: the simple math, and has nothing yeah. to do with any kind of policy right now. It, in fact, ha, you know,
2: are we are we past yet? Did we reach? Are we back to the employment numbers that were pre-pandemic yet? I haven't seen those numbers I, recently.
0: I'd have to go back. And yeah. Look.
2: yeah, I know that uh, we if we have gotten there, it's just barely, which means we're not having that normal growth. Of of uh, of of jobs, right. even with the number of jobs that have been available out there, still the number of people that were working and we still have record number of people sitting on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. the participation rate is still extremely low, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it is. And, and this is the problem, too, um, that ultimately you look at, at the buying power, the buying power for families was increased greatly during the Trump years. I mean, if you're going to make the comparison, let's make the actual comparison based on the facts. And in the Biden years, Bidenomics has depleted the spending power of any family. You've got a record number of, of uh, people either having to take on roommates or adults moving back in with their parents. And that's Bidenomics. This is an absurd uh, blanket kind of, oh, the the big rich guy is only helping the big rich guy. Yeah, uh, as far as we know, he wasn't taking bribes from the
2: Chinese. Uh, this is the guy who, right underneath it in that editorial from the hill was uh, the roll call David Winston. Uh, previously served with uh, it was a Danute Gingrich, hmm. and it's uh, Bidenomics. <laughs> uh, let me just get back to the beginning here. Uh, Bidenomics uh, won't fix the president's economic problems. Cherry picking and manipulating data are hallmarks of the president's twenty twenty four you know campaign. They're still using the one point seven trillion dollars, well, and, and which yeah. which was called a yeah. bottomless Pinocchio by you know, the Washington Post. But today's yeah. official kickoff of the Biden yeah. campaign's revamped economic message, Bidenomics is working for America, and as his press secretary put it, people are feeling better about their personal finances. It makes one wonder what people she is talking about or talking to. In reality, President Joe Biden's speech Wednesday, this he wrote this on Tuesday, hmm. in Chicago is likely going to be an imaginative, largely misleading take on the economy designed to counteract Biden's consistent Bad polling numbers, but hard as Biden and his team might try to claw their way out of what is an economic mess of their own making. People aren't buying it. Then they go to the, uh, uh, and Tuesday's real clear politics, right direction, wrong track average. Only 24% of voters thought the country was in the right track, while 66% said it's the wrong track. Uh, The latest winning the issues uh, done by the Winston Group found independence at 18%. Uh, in the right direction, 67% wrong track. When voters were asked in economic right direction, wrong direction, the poll found 25% right direction, 61% who said the economy is on the wrong track. The survey also asked voters whether they believed, uh, hang on one second here, Uh, whether they believe the Biden administration has taken historic actions to lower costs for the American people. Biden was on The losing end with thirty percent believing that statement, sixty percent not buying it. Cutting to the chase when asked if Biden's economic plan was working by a margin of thirty-one to fifty five percent, people said they didn't believe it was working. And that basically the thirty one percent is all loyal Democrats. Right. So and and the fifty five percent is Republican and independents. And what it means is you're losing the independent there completely. Yep. You're gonna have you're gonna have your, you know, your loyal constituents always back you but it shows the fact that you don't have independence at all there. Uh, Cutting to the chase when asked if Biden's economic plan, oh, we just did that one, Uh, even worse for the Bidenomics narrative, a significant majority of respondents said they don't believe inflation is getting better, 22% better to 56% worse. Well, it's not getting better. That's not an opinion. It's still double the rate of what the Fed wants which means prices are still increasing. Yeah. People simply don't believe Biden's claims about inflation, such as those he made in the recent uh, Wall Street Journal op-ed. Our work isn't done, but as supply chains continue to unsnarl, company profit margins fall from historically high levels, and rents continue to moderate. Inflation uh, should decline even further, creating more breathing uh, room for working families. Biden seems to have forgotten that corporate tax revenues played a key part In the 43 percent increase in federal revenues over the past two years because of the year over year consumer price index inflation rate that reached 9.1 percent last June that has come down to 4 percent, the media narrative of CNN puts it, the assertion that inflation is coming uh, back to uh, down to uh, earth. But here again, the media and the Biden team are missing the point. A better reflection of just how well Biden index is performing is a Winston's group's presidential inflation rate which measures the president's handling of inflation from the inauguration month to month uh, of the most recent CPI report Biden's PIR is based on the January 2021 CPI when he took office and the May 2023 CPI report the percent difference Um. the uh, let me see here the percent difference between these two important index points gives us the overall price increase since Biden took office. A better measure uh, of the policies than a year-over-year inflation rate increase or decrease. We do the same analysis for Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Herbert Walker, uh, uh, Bush, Ronald Reagan, and Jimmy Carter. In April, Biden's in overall inflation rate had been at 16 percent. In the May report, his inflation rate had increased to. which means prices have gone up 16.3% since the beginning of his administration. Of the previous seven presidents, only Carter had a worse number. Hmm. For additional context, in their first term, four presidents, Trump, Obama, Bush, and Clinton, never had a 4% inflation rate or higher in any month. In contrast, during his twenty-nine. months of office, Biden has had 26 months with inflation running hot over 4%. And that would be the first three months. Hmm. Yeah, right. Because he was in January, February, March was the uh, $1.9 trillion plan and inflation immediately went up then by April. Right. And that's why... He was warned by the Obama economists, don't do it. Don't do it. And that's the one thing here. Biden created the inflation.
0: Yeah. Well, this is it. Um, and now they try and take credit for a good economy. I mean, that's laughable. Yeah, It's the only game, though. What else do you do, right? What else are you going to do? Come out and say, yeah, well, we really screwed things up. It's the only thing you can do. For a guy who has lied his entire political career for decades, has been a wholly dishonest person, well, of course you're going to do this. And you, and you mentioned cherry picking. Cherry picking
2: on a tree that has very few cherries. You know the best line he has in this, though? Because mm. we talked about the whole binomics thing. Reaganomics, the supply-side policies of the 40th president, was scoffed at by Democrats, liberal economists, and media at the time. But the Reagan recovery proved them wrong and put the country, uh, a country's economy back on the fast track. Mm. Critics had little to say when Reagan once joked, I could tell our economic program was working when they stopped calling it Reaganomics. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's great. There you go. But, but uh, they've labeled, uh, it's a funny because they've labeled themselves now. Basically, yeah. this is Bionomics and it's great. Well, Bionomics isn't mm-hmm. great. Mm. No self-awareness, really. No, no. No self-awareness at None. all. None. Eight six six ninety red
7: eye Hi, I'm Jen Loomis, a transport safety expert at J.J. Keller. And I'm here to share a tip on speed and space management. Due to safety concerns, many motor carriers have policies that limit or prohibit the use of cruise control. If your motor carrier does allow you to use cruise control, you should only use it in good driving conditions, during daylight hours, and on roads that have light traffic, few curves or hills, and a consistent speed limit. Never use cruise control when operating in adverse driving conditions, including wet, icy, or slippery roads, during rush hour and heavy traffic or on congested highways, at night. Or when you're tired or fatigued. During all of these driving scenarios, you want to be controlling and adjusting your speed as you drive instead of having to suddenly brake if you encounter an obstacle. In the case of a slippery road surface, you want to be able to slow your vehicle by not accelerating instead of using the brakes whenever possible. This tip was brought to you by J.J. Keller and Associates. Visit us at jjkeller.com.
1: We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
2: It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin, and I'm Gary McNamara. I just laughed when I saw this headline here: Hollywood brace for double strike as actors' deadline looms. I forgot we have a writers' strike on. Does anybody has anybody noticed that? No, no, no. Hollywood's summer of discontent could dramatically escalate this weekend with actors ready to join writers in a massive double strike that would bring nearly all U.S. film and television productions to a halt. And? Mm. <laughs> I heard that, I heard, uh, you know, what is it, Mission Impossible 9000 or something is mm-hmm. coming out next mm-hmm. week, I think. Right. It was, again, it's like, will Tom Cruise save the film season? Well, once again,
0: now if the stuntmen go on strike, that still won't affect Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Cruise movies. <laughs> There's just, there's, you know, he'll just go in and do his own. He'll do everything himself. Uh, yeah. I, here's, here's the thing. It really is. The writer's strike is really quiet. If the actors go on strike, so what? 95% of the stuff that you're putting out is like garbage, frankly. It's just not creative. It's not, you know, you're not killing it. You know, uh, what was I? There was what was the new? Oh, uh, the Flash movie. And they said it's just not working. Somebody put it on Twitter the entire movie the other day, and it had, I think they said 1.7 million views before it was taken down. Wow! But they said at the box office, it's just not doing well.
1: smart speakers say play red eye radio and if you're really nice she might red eye radio
2: and he's eric Hurley and i'm carrying McNamara. i'm sorry just reading the politico story out there mm. ego pure delusion and fantasy how the 2024 gop field got so big and, and got big pretty quickly yeah, pretty and, early and, and the first line is is what got to me The last time Will Hurd was on anyone's radar, he was riding across the country on a 1,600-mile road trip with Beto O'Rourke to Washington. Practically no one outside of South Florida could tell you who the mayor of Miami is. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just gets into talking about all the people that are running, saying, why do they run?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, look... If you're not going to spend any of your own money, it gets you, I guess, some publicity, but it's not ultimately going to go very far. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe Will Hurd is looking at another run for another house seat.
2: I saw it the other day. I burst out laughing mm-hmm. when he when he announced. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, I mean
2: it's just. Um, it was almost as if, well, no, it would have been even bigger news if Beto O'Rourke had said he's going to run for president on the Democrat side against, yeah. against Biden. That, well, and that actually would make more sense because he's he's actually run a number of times for different positions. Yeah, yeah, president, congressperson, yep, governor, yep, yep. of Texas, Senate, Senate.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, with Will Hurd. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm guessing he's doing this in order to get his name back in circulation to run for another office mm-hmm. later. I I don't know. I guess we'll see. Or maybe he's hoping uh, someone will give him a cabinet job, right? Maybe. But uh, former
2: CIA you know, officer. Uh, could could be out by the end of summer if the – FAA doesn't get its act together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Just think about it, as we talked Mm -hmm. earlier, this is the first time that I can remember that the delays,
0: Mm.
2: even in the mainstream media, solidly on the government for airplane delays. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can't blame this on the airlines, what's going on right now. And it's... Look, and it's going to be frustrating. I don't know how many people uh, day-to-day or trip-by-trip will put that together. But, you know, when you're in that position and something's going wrong, there's a delay with your flight, you want to know who's responsible, ultimately.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, and... Oh, I'll tell you this. The airlines will market that very well to passengers that are delayed. I think they have no choice. Yeah. You don't
0: want it on you
2: due to.
0: And then you you're going to have to make that statement and you're going to have to put that out in the media
2: heavily. Well, I'll tell you one thing I did, because uh, American was flying uh, for some reason this year. They're flying into New York a lot from mm-hmm. from Buffalo, where my dad lives. Mm-hmm. And. All of a sudden, about three, four months ago, right when it came up, New York's going to have massive delays this kind of summer. All of a sudden, they're adding all these flights to New York. Like, yeah. well, I'm not going through New York during the summertime. And and I take the direct flight 95% of the time anyway. think mm. once or twice this year, I may be going through Charlotte. Yeah. But I stay away from Chicago. I stay away from New York. Philadelphia once in a while mm. by flying during a weekday. Yeah. You know, and not maybe summertime. I'll fly into Philly once in a great while. But 95% of my flights now are the direct. Yeah. But it's like, right. I'll tell you this. I just wonder, is the smoke affecting anything up there? Uh, I would have to think. Uh, yeah. My sister sent me a couple of pictures yesterday of Western New York and some of it. And everybody, a ton of people in the Midwest are getting affected by it all throughout mm-hmm. the Northeast. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was looking it was looking pretty bad. I know they're expecting rain now, though. There's you know, some rain coming up uh, up there, so I guess we shall uh, we shall see. But uh, yeah, I just uh... <laughs> yeah. In a sign of how lucrative president presidential campaigns can be, Mike Pence announced pre-orders of his new book, "Go Home for Dinner." Yeah, a book about faith and family. Hmm. A month earlier, his wife also launched her own book it is a way to launch your your books isn't it you know the the thing is we had talked about Pence the other day would and we do this you know we'll we'll take a look and we looked at uh, DeSantis uh, yesterday and Trump and uh and Pence and one of the dumbest things we thought for Pence were where he attacked DeSantis saying DeSantis is going against capitalism by going after by going after um Disney yeah right. And you and I have had discussions uh, uh, on that and went, well, wait a minute here. We're not the only ones that are having discussions on it. I love it. Once in a while, there's a little bit of a tift at National Review. And Michael Brendan Doherty uh, uh, says uh, uh, about Charles Cook, Charles and I agree a lot when it comes to DeSantis and Disney. We agree that the Florida governor did not have to pick this fight. I thought it may have been imprudent. Charles was sure that it was. We also agree that Disney doesn't have a right to special privileges created by the legislature. But Charles uh, objects to my analogy that Disney's transformation is akin to SeaWorld uh, 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 turning itself uh, into a strip club. Hmm. and He accuses me of dishonesty. Uh, He writes, Walt Disney did not reinvent itself as a strip club. Or anything uh, else for that matter, Walt Disney World is exactly what it was when it opened in 1971 and exactly what it promised to be when it was granted its special district back in 1968. It is a giant amusement park with some hotels attached. Uh, attached. What Disney did was speak that I happen to disagree with what Disney said is immaterial, as is it I happen to favor the law uh, to which Disney took exception. Uh, the chain of events is clear. Disney spoke out against an incumbent government. And in response, the incumbent government took action against Disney. I know this. Michael knows this. We all know this. It has scarcely been hidden given the complexity of this area. I do not know if Florida acted illegally when it retaliated against Disney. But I do know that Florida retaliated against Disney. That's what Charles Cook wrote. Michael Michael then writes back, Charles has a less favorable view of the DeSantis action. He calls it retaliation against speech, uh, the content uh, of which is immaterial, that's where we disagree. And I think what he is saying is more where we agree. Walt Disney World and other Disney attractions in Florida, no doubt, got many of their special privileges because of the values that Disney promoted in 1971. The arrangement was seen as an extension of the uncontroversial family-friendly entertainment brand. As the advocate pictures from Walt Disney's Gay Day show, however, some things have changed since 1971. The culture has changed. Disney is now a company that admits to sneaking subversive messages into its films. Hmm. And the content of its political speech, that publicly funded uh, 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 smut, should be in primary school libraries and second-grade teachers should, de- should discuss sexual orientation and gender identities with seven-year-olds is seen not just by the governor, but by many in the state as politically obnoxious. We can have many arguments about the prudence of these actions, but it's not libertarian or free market to pretend that Disney has a property right to the legal creations of a favorable legislature ...or to hold that the legislature can never alter these creations because of speech it disfavors. If Disney didn't want to be at the mercy uh, of the political winds, it should have refused these special privileges. The risk of government retaliation against speech is a necessary consequence of of accepting special government favor for that speech. Disney has a great deal of political capital in Florida and has been able to use it for political purposes. It spends some of that political capital and lost some of its political favor. That's uh, that's it, or that's its political privileges were altered in the process. Is not a violation of free market principles, as Mike Pence alleges, or free speech, as others have alleged. It's more of the law of political gravity. Mm. And that's true. I mean, Disney got yeah. something that no other company, from what I know, in right. Florida gets. Right. Very special privileges to do things, and and uh, again, you know, um, what is the content of what they're promoting? The content of what they're promoting is so anti-family, is so anti what Walt Disney would be about. Well, and 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 that's the difference. Is that it, it's also what a
0: a moral society is against yes and and what we've created laws around so if you want to uh, the, uh, to try and dismiss this as the government retaliating based on speech would be a, a, a one of the broadest liberal style approaches that you could apply to this you're missing the entire point Because when Disney was setting up, when they were getting those special privileges, those values aligned with society's values. They were accepted. In fact, it's the reason Disney is Disney. And they're not aligned with society's values today. And shouldn't get those special dispensations from any government when that is going to be their goal. This goes far beyond. Disney didn't come out and say, we support people being people. It was they were going to battle to put sexualized content in front of kids
2: as young as five. Nope. Nope. That's where they lose it politically. You can't win that argument. No, you can't. And that's why when we said Mike Pence attacked that we went, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is you know we always talk about this but it's a it's a great line to Mike Pence. This is the hill that you're willing to die on. Mm-hmm. And again, I, this is not I'm this is not a criticism of him uh because I believe he wishes to be faithful and he wants no suspicion, but when he said, remember, I wouldn't have dinner with a woman alone because I'm married. Right. Or I wouldn't be alone. I try not to be alone with a woman number one because of his political celebrity, which may be a good idea. But if that's what he feels because he wants no miscommunication with his wife, I think that's a that's that's a great thing. I don't Mm -hmm. criticize that. Right. Uh, Right. I don't criticize that. If that's what he believes and he's not doing it because she's suspicious of him, he just wants to make sure that he is always those are his standards. Those are his standards of being faithful and projecting that out. That's something to be, uh, I think, very proud of. Right. But you can't do that and then just ignore the perversion of Disney and the perversion of the, the the effort of those in Florida, including Disney, that, I'm sorry, wish to be perverts with young children. Right. I'm sorry. There's, a, there's no other way to look at it. And so I have no idea where Pence was coming from there politically. No idea. It made no sense. If I'm his advisor, Are you out of your mind? Yeah, you can is, attack. Yeah, you, you can attack Trump in 20 different ways. This is not excuse me, DeSantis. You can attack. You can attack DeSantis in 20 different ways. This is not the way. No. Well, and also, you've got to promote yourself
0: and set yourself apart from the rest of the field, which is a growing field by the minute. And then all of a sudden you're going to jump in and, and, and say that that approach is wrong with Disney? Ignoring all the details. The details are important. They're part of the battle. It's why you don't let them get away with it. This is why we have criticized the GOP before. This going along to get along crap is over. It's over. Especially when you decide when they decide they're coming after the children.
2: Well, you know, the other it's, it's funny because the other thing that I saw in National Review, the article right next to it, you chant it, you own it. Yeah. This is this is where they the pride parade where they were saying, you know, we're coming for your children. Yeah. Well, we were just that was just kidding. Sorry. Nope. You Don't own it. Doesn't hold water. Nope. 866 red eye
1: Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
2: It's Friday Radio. He is Eric Harley and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. Right there, uh, the House Democrats celebrated Pride Month by unanimously throwing their support behind the Equality Act, the LGBT rights bill, with sweeping implications for religious liberty, women's sports, and women's only facilities, such as shelters and locker rooms, the radical transgender movement, every single House Democrat voted for, And every single Senate Democrat except Joe Manchin voted for, we were right. Yep.
1: This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One.